Hi, I'm Jillian, and you are listening to the Mindset of Podcasting, where we not only talk about the technical side of launching and managing your podcast, but also about building your confidence in yourself and the power of your voice. Your business and your podcast depends so much on your mindset. So I will be diving deep into the mindset blocks and issues that we go through when starting and running your own podcast so you can feel confident in your message and in your voice. It's time to listen in and feel confident about yourself and your podcast. Welcome back to the Mindset of Podcasting. I just had an amazing conversation with Sarah Kelly all about home management, running a business from your home, and how to separate your business from your home life, especially now that I'm going to be downgrading my house and I won't have my own office anymore. My office will be in my bedroom. So how to separate those two things so I'm not thinking about work when I'm supposed to be resting. We also chat about her new podcast that will be coming out soon and I cannot wait to hear it. It is going to be amazing because she just gave so much amazing advice in this podcast episode. So Sarah Kelly is a home management consultant and owner of Your Aligned Home. Her passion is helping overwhelmed women manage their homes with ease so they can enjoy life more. And don't we all just want to enjoy life more and not be stuck doing dishes and laundry and cleaning all the time? Because that doesn't sound fun to me. So listen into this episode because Sarah gives some amazing tips. Well, hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm excited. This is my first podcast. Well, I'm really glad that you're here. So let's start off with just you telling us who you are, what you do, like who is Sarah? (laughs) Excellent. Yes. So my name is Sarah Kelly and my company is Your Aligned Home which is, I say that because that's how we got to know one another is through our businesses. And I work as a home management consultant, which most people say, what does that mean? And what that means is I help overwhelmed women manage their homes easier. So we all have those pain points in our homes where things are taking more time or frustration or energy than we wish they would. And so I come in as a consultant and say, what doesn't feel good? How do you want to feel? And then we go through steps to get you from where you are to where you want to be. I love that because I feel like we all think we... Especially if you look on Instagram or Pinterest, it has to be this beautiful, all matchy matchy, like organized system. And that doesn't work for everybody. Nope. And that's, and that's what I love. That's one of my, I like that you touched on that because that was, I felt, I call it magazine perfect, even though I'm at, I know magazines are kind of fading out a little bit, but that's a standard that not everyone's going to rise to. Because you have to remember a picture is a snapshot. It's not, it's not living. It's not motion. It's just, it's one split second. And so I talk about how half of what I do with clients is actually adjusting mindset of what is a reasonable expectation given this season of your life? Like, for instance, you just mentioned that your house is, is on the market. And given that, you know, certain things have to be adjusted for where your energy and time is going. And so I I really enjoy just doing the half of it's half of it's the tangible objects. Like what are we, are we dealing with laundry dishes, but half of it is just the emotional side of what is reasonable. And are you expecting too much of yourself? And so that's, I really, it's really great to help people through that. Yes. I think everything comes back to mindset. It seems. Yes. Yeah. The more I, the the older I get, (laughs) 
<laughs> the more I do, the more I realize, yes, mindset. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very important. So I would love to start talking. I know that we chatted a little bit about a podcast you are thinking of creating. Do you want to tell us a little bit about oh, that? Yes. I'm yeah. so excited. I'm like, I'm like a kid excited to go to, <laughs> I don't know, Disney world. So yes. Yeah, so going back to mindset, another person that you've actually had on your podcast, Jess, yeah. who is a licensed therapist and she works, she works as a coach. And she and I both have the same passion, which is helping overwhelmed women restore life to where they're enjoying life. (laughs) Instead of just feeling burnt out, frustrated, mad, just depleted, instead of feeling, because I feel as women, we tend to pour out everything we have to those around us, right? And things get things get out of whack. And so it's, it's, we've all been there, right? We call it burnout where we're just not enjoying anything. So Jess and I have this common mission, which is to really help get those overwhelmed women, get them kind of right-sized through mindset shifts and then giving them tangible, giving them tools, you know, actual tools. Okay. How do I communicate to my partner, to my coworker, to my child? How do I set clear boundaries? How do I recognize where my limits are and operate within those limits? So it's us combining forces of her coming at it more from the therapist side, because that's where her training is me coming at from the structure, the tangible, like running your home and then combining powers. I feel like we're some kind of like superhero (laughs) team (laughs) because when we start talking, we both get so passionate, but yet we come at it from it's parallel yet. It's, it's the same message. So what we want to do together is find a candidate to come on and do a podcast. And we want to hear what that person's situation is. And then we want to, for an hour, lift that person up and give them tools, motivation, encouragement to really just give them everything that they need to feel ready to just adjust their lives. So yeah, so we talked about doing a podcast, which led us to you and Jess and I are on the same page, which is we feel like doing a podcast just seems like a huge technological mountain that neither one of us are ready to climb at this point in our entrepreneurial journeys. <laughs> yes. So that's why I'm here with you. <laughs> I absolutely love when other women are helping to empower, uplift, inspire each other because I don't feel there's enough of that <laughs> going on. So yes. So when I hear other people doing that, and I'm so glad you and Jess are joining forces and I'm looking forward to your superhero costumes. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I know. They're still being designed. Because <laughs> I feel, yeah, the two of you together are just gonna, oh, that's gonna be a beautiful combination. It really, it really felt like from the moment we started talking with one another, it was, okay, there's something here that we can do something with this. It was an instant connection. And then it naturally just led to, again, we didn't say podcast immediately, but it was like, yes, let's do this. Other people can listen to it because other people are going to relate to most of it's all kind of the same journey, but we all feel our frustrations within ourselves. So we thought we could help so many more than just that one person. Yeah. And it immediately came to the podcasting. And then we immediately went, I don't know how to do this. (laughs) 
We're so strong and empowered in so many other areas. But then when it comes to the podcasting, we're like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) See, and that's what I love is I allow women to stay in their zone of genius while I work in mine. So we create beautiful. (laughs) Yes. And you've been so helpful answering all of my questions and just trying to, I mean, it's like learning to walk. I don't know. What do I do? How do I? How do I stand up? How do I find my balance? Um, so yeah, so we're in the baby step. We're in the very, very baby foundation of figuring this out. Like, where do we find the people to work with? What will the structure be like? I mean, I was asking you all the questions about how do we record audio? So yeah, that's where we are. And I think podcasting is a great revenue for you guys because a lot of your clients are busy. So being able to pop that in their ear and still do all the things they have to do. Yes. Will be, yes. will be great for them. Cause I know that's what I do with podcasts. I do listen to them. I do the dishes and the laundry and watching my kids play sports and all the things. Well, and I have, I have a c- online community where I create a, I call it a video library, but really it's intended for listening. And the feedback I keep getting from people is, Well, you either need to make more visual content for people to be engaged in the video, or you need to turn it into a podcast. And I'm like, okay, both of those require me to learn new technological skills. I'm like, I'm like, absolutely. I do not intend for you to watch it for 20 minutes. I do intend you to just listen to it while you're doing dishes or doing laundry. Um, So yeah, it did seem like all roads kept leading back to podcasting because I'm like you, I listen to probably 15 hours of podcasts a week while I'm just Mm -hmm. doing things that don't require all of my brain power. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Me too. Yes. I always have a podcast in my ear. So I know a lot of my listeners work from home as entrepreneurs. That's technically where we usually work. And how do we separate like our home and our business if they're in the same space? Mm -hmm. I am about to downgrade, so I will not have this nice office. My office will be in my bedroom. So how do you create like that separation so you don't feel like your brain is always on business, but you can actually relax in the space too? Excellent (laughs) question. I actually just started in my video library on my community. I actually just started a series on home offices (laughs) because that is that so far has been the number one request of clients I work with is home office variations, but home office. So yes, when you are working in your home, there's two categories with home offices. There is the home office of truly doing the part where you generate money. So your quote unquote, like your job. And I, and then there's the home office of the office aspect of your home. Like where do you keep your insurance papers or your documents or pay your bills? Right. So, so I guess first it would be asking you, are you going to combine those two aspects into one? Do you think where you do your podcasting work is also going to be where you sit down to write a check or, you know, do anything home related? Uh, Probably. probably. Okay. So like the filing cabinets will be the same in the same area. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm interrupting this episode to tell you about a site that has changed my podcast. Do you have a website for your podcast? Is just the thought of creating a website making you want to run and hide because it sounds so complicated? then you need to check out PodPage. PodPage takes your RSS feed from your podcast and makes the site automatically for you. To check out some of the features, go to themindsetofpodcasting.com slash sponsors. 
Not only do you get a main page for your podcast, but you also get a page for each episode. I am able to have my show notes, guest profile, podcast player, and so much more right on each episode page. I upgraded to the paid version because I can also incorporate guest forms, scheduling links, videos, email signups, and so much more. You can actually head over to my page to check it out. It's the mindset of podcasting.com that is all made with PodPage. So PodPage makes having a website for your podcast so much easier. So go to the mindset slash sponsors to check them out today. So first I would say, think in your brain, how you want to keep those two things separate, because you're just saying, how do I turn off my work brain? You know? So if you need to sit down to your desk to do something for, um, I'm trying to think of routine matters, you know, fill out a new document for insurance or whatever, if it's not related to your work. So you need to think of a way to separate those two, either with, if you have a filing cabinet, think of one filing cabinet is just for work. One drawer is just for work. One drawer is just for home. Really try and keep those things separate because otherwise I call it the mental fatigue, right? If you're constantly shuffling through things that are mixed together, then your brain is going to go work, home, work, home. But if you have it very separated, then when you sit down, you're intentional. And to that same aspect, I talk about how your, your flat surface, your desktop is where you're working. It's not where you store your paperwork. So if you are going to be using that space for both your job and your home, home stuff, then you need to make sure at the end of the day, when you're done, quote unquote, working, like, I don't know how to say quote unquote working (laughs) when you're done with your job, that needs to be put away so that if you sit down to do something else, you don't go, oh, well, I'll do this job thing for five minutes. You want to stay in the other zone. So you could actually think of some kind of small ritual since you do work inside your house, some small ritual of, I don't, I don't want to keep saying quote unquote, but some kind of ritual where you're starting your work day, where you're pulling out whatever it is you use for your work whatever gear, and then think of closing it up. Like imagine the equivalent of if you went to a separate location of, you know, turning on your computer in your cubicle or something of that. Think of that equivalent because you want to give a clue to your subconscious. Okay, now I'm working. Now I'm not. If that's truly your desire to have kind of, you know, those things separated. So then at the end of the day, when you put all your stuff, I mean, it could be as simple as having a tote with a lid. You, I mean, I don't know. It, it all depends on your aesthetic and your, like how much you want to spend on this and what you want it to look like. You could simply have a tote that you say, okay, I am done working. I'm putting all of my notebooks, all of my related gear to my job in this bin and I'm shutting the lid and I'm not opening this back up until 930 Tuesday morning. And that way you're literally shutting because you can't shut the door to your office. You'd be literally shutting the closing the lid on it. I like that. And especially because it's in your bedroom, I would pay extra attention to the visual aspect of if you're going to bed, you don't want to be looking at a half finished project. You want it to be closed. And it gives your subconscious that clue of, nope, we're not working right now. This is sleep time. Another idea is to actually have a physical barrier 
I don't know what you call them. There's those like room separators kind of like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what they're called. Yeah. (laughs) You can get those on Wayfair. You can get those. There's a lot of places you can look if you could think of the name, (laughs) Um, room dividers, room separators. I'm sure Ikea probably has them too, but you could think about just that's how you close up your office is you open that up. And that's also nice if you know that somebody else is going to be home and they're going to be coming in and out of that space. If you put that up, you're putting up a visual clue to those who you live with. I'm working right now. I'm behind my door. You're, you know your door as best of a door as you can make in your bedroom. I really like those ideas. Uh, I might get the room divider and do the tote thing too, because I like the closing it out of sight. Because if I do see it, I will go work on it. Like I'll be like, oh, I have a few minutes and then it turns into hours. (laughs) And that's about, and this is where Jess and I overlap so well. It's creating those clear and defined boundaries because as a woman, as a mom, as an entrepreneur, as I mean, keep putting on all the hats, all the hats, all the hats. (laughs) So in having the inspiration or the desire to not drain yourself, if you have defined work hours and then you have defined, these are the hours I exercise. These are the hours I do personal care. These are the hours I do for others. And then you just, you stick to that, you know, and then that boundary, it's, it's another, it's just self-preservation really. Cause otherwise you're going to start to feel resentful. I'm always working. I'm always doing this, right? Mm-hmm. So it's creating that boundary for yourself and then helping you follow through with it. Yeah. That's my biggest problem is actually following through with it. I have work hours, but sometimes <laughs> they don't always stick. And I do the same thing and I get better. And I would say, cause I read a lot of books and I listen to a lot of people about habits and about the way we do things. And so it's not about it always being perfect. It's about trending towards where you want to be. It's that whole thing of two steps forward, one step back. So for me, my office, I have the same thing. I don't look at work emails after 6 p.m. I don't do one last thing before bed because it opens up part of my brain that just starts going off like a hundred miles an hour. Sometimes I trip up, but when I feel myself migrating towards my work computer... I just kind of remind myself like, nope, I shut the lid. It's off. I've put away those notebooks for the day. It's done. So it's not about saying, oh, I, I tripped up. I failed. It's about saying, oh, I tripped up and it didn't feel good. I'm not going to do that again. And then, and then moving on, I always say those bad feelings are red flags and they are indicating something to you that you need to learn, but then, then put the flag down. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to feel bad anymore because that's just draining your energy. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. Yes. Just pausing and realizing why am I getting on right now? (laughs) Because we know, right? There's never an end to the list. There's never an end to what can be done or accomplished or, I mean, that (laughs) to-do list could go on forever. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you you have to really ask yourself, why am I trying to do that one last thing? Because I know there's one last thing right after that one last thing. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of long to-do lists, this episode is actually going to air when the kids are out of school and summer is here. We want to be outside and we want to spend more time with our kids. How do we still manage our house and keep up with everything during I call summer my busier season because the kids are all home. 
Absolutely. Yes. I love this again, right back to what we said at the beginning, which is mindsets. Think of the seasons of your home. Think of what gets done in winter, fall, spring, summer, and then mentally adjust for that summertime. Mentally adjust all, I call them the departments in your home. So you could think of even projects as the departments. I know for myself, I'm not going to work on organizing the basement in the summer. I'm going to do that in the winter when I can't go outside and the sun sets super early, right? So think about lining up your projects and then think about all of the areas of your home that you can adjust. For instance, meal planning. Well, you're, you're going to be outside. Your kids want to be outside. Think about grilling and then think, okay, instead of grilling for one night of food, I'm actually going to double or triple this and we'll eat this twice this week and I'll freeze one. I have a girlfriend, she, when she does chicken, she actually does like five times the amount of chicken. She slices it all up and then she freezes them in individual in portions. And then she builds up basically a stock of food for herself. So it's thinking about, okay, I know I don't want to cook in the summertime. Great. Buy pre-cut fruit and veggies, pre-cut chunks of cheese. The kids don't care if how fancy the meal is as long as they're eating. Make that mental adjustment to where do I want my time to go? And then put those other things down. Like, are you going to clean out underneath your kitchen sink in the summer when you're about to go on a vacation? No, put those extra projects aside for a time when you're stuck in your house (laughs) for the rainy days. So again, adjusting your mindset. It's summertime. You want to enjoy it and you know, you're going to be running around more. So really looking at what things can come off of your plate and then, you know, either backfilling and doing, them, you know, in the spring, maybe when it's raining a little bit more or pushing them to fall in winter. And then also, I'm also a big proponent of making sure the kids are pitching in. This is a great time for the kids to learn how to pull weeds in the flower bed or learn how to do their own laundry. I mean. It's making sure that the work is being distributed so that while the kids are playing, mom isn't constantly doing the work. Yes. (laughs) Say, no, we're all going to put in 20 minutes of effort so we can all go run in the sprinkler together. Mm -hmm. Yes. I always tell my kids that I'm like, come on, 30 minutes clean really fast. And then we get to go do this. (laughs) And yeah. And I mean, honestly, I, I like 20 minutes. 20 minutes is a great 20 minutes does not feel like too much. 20 minutes feels very doable. Put on some fun music for 20 minutes and just say, we're all going to go to the pool. We just 20 minutes. We're all going to pick up for 20 minutes or we're all going to do something for 20 minutes. And then they know that there's the reward right afterwards. Yes. I love all of those tips. Yes. Just knowing, hey, the basement can wait. The sun is not going to wait for me. So I need to get out. (laughs) And again, going back to what we said at the very beginning about the Pinterest and the pictures and the ideal and the it's one thing to, you know, how it looks. It's one thing, how it feels. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the top things I talk about with my clients is what's your goal? Like, is it, what do you want it to feel like? I don't ever say, what do you want to look like? What do you want to feel like? And really focus, like you said, I mean, the sun isn't always going to be out. It's not always going to feel this great. You know, does it really matter if all the pillows are lined up and look perfect? 
Or does it matter that you go make some great memories with your kids outside? Yeah. So looking at what needs to be done so that life functions easily versus the extras that we push ourselves to do. Like we said, there's always going to be one more thing on the list. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And like you said, spending time with your kids or getting out in the sunshine, doing something for yourself is going to be way more valuable in the long run than making sure your pillows were fluffed. (laughs) And I really like, because because I really am such, I don't know if nerd is the right word, but I really get passionate about writing things down and making lists and making things easier. And I have a home management binder and I like to make seasonal lists. So I make a list of what happens in each season and it kind of mentally prepares myself for, okay, these are the things that have to be done this season. And then kind of like make a note to yourself, Oh, it was really nice that I had that to-go pool bag. That made life easier if I had sunscreen towels and extra bathing suit. I don't know, make your list. So that next summer, you're like, oh yeah, I'll put together that pool bag. That made life a lot easier. Or, oh, these, I found these recipes that were the simplest all-in-one meal that only took me 20 minutes. This was a great summertime meal. And then kind of, instead of trying to keep it track in your brain, like make a home binder and put those little notes in there. So you're not trying to remember it 12 months from now. (laughs) Yes. I did that with baseball season last year. I kept getting caught in the rain or I didn't have sunscreen or bug spray. So I made a bag this year of everything for all seasons, just because you know how baseball weather can be. Yes. And I, I call those the to-go bags. Mm-hmm. Every Yes. A to-go bag for baseball, for the pool, for, I mean, for really anything. But yeah, if you write down that list for yourself and then, yeah, you don't have to think about it or be stuck <laughs> without a bandaid in the middle of a field when somebody's needs a bandaid. Yes. So yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's all about, again, making your life easier so that you can enjoy life more. That's the ultimate goal. Yes. Oh, I love that quote. (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you so much. This was a lot of tips for me. I'm taking, (laughs) I'm going to probably re-listen and like, definitely when we move, I'm going to create the separation. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And I mean, this is the kind of stuff I love to do. I love to talk about, and I'm really excited to keep tapping into your zone of genius so that Jess and I can help and inspire more women to enjoy life more because that's what we're here for, right? Mm -hmm. Not that picture perfect, whatever, (laughs) but for, yeah, for just feeling good at the end of the day and having, having a good day. Yes. And I cannot wait to hear them because I know I'm going to get so much value from it too, because (laughs) My, my house is the one thing I always push down on the list. So being able to find more organization and feeling more at peace and aligned with it, definitely something I'm working on. There's always a, there's <laughs> always a solution. Just know that. And yes, I look forward to working together more in the future. Thank yeah. you so much, Julian. I yeah. appreciate your So time. will you just let our listeners know how they can connect with you? Because I know they're going to want to be in your zone of genius. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. My website is youralignedhome.com. It's the same for Instagram at youralignedhome. And then I'm actually setting up my Pinterest account for inspiration there, which will also be Your Aligned Home. And then the podcast for me and Jess is 
under development, so no name yet. But um, if you if you check out my Instagram, I'm sure I'll put updates up there too. Yes, and I will make sure everything's in the show notes. And if it's up before this airs, I will make sure the podcast is in the show notes too. Awesome. Thank you so yes, much. Jen. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If managing your podcast is becoming overwhelming and you are ready to hand it over to someone who will put the time and effort into it that you do, then let's chat. I have a variety of different packages to meet all of your needs. You can view all of these packages at jilliangrover.com slash management. My packages include editing, show notes, social media graphics, transcription, and more. We will hop on a discovery call so I can get to know more about you, your business, and your podcast. And then I will tailor a package just for you. Go to jilliangrover.com slash management to check out my packages and to book your discovery call. That's J-I-L-L-I-A-N grover.com slash management.